Good morning, saints. Your faith builder this morning is coming from 2 Timothy, the second chapter, verse 14. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The word of truth, rightly dividing the word of truth. God told us to be diligent in presenting ourselves approved to him. He said, be diligent about that. Focus on that. Let that be your goal um, to present yourself approved to God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed. See, that's one of the enemy's um, greatest tools that he uses against the body of Christ is shame. You know, he likes to remind you of your past. He likes to beat you up. As he reminds you of the past. He he always wants to tell you. You're not good enough. Because you sinned. You did this. You did that. But see. God said that when we confess our sins to him. He's faithful to forgive. Not only does God forgive our past. God tosses it from the east to the west. And he said he's never to remember it anymore. So when your past is brought up to you. To condemn you. To cause you confusion to cause you not to step out in faith in which God has called you to. Know that it is the enemy trying to stop you. Don't look at it, but see, the enemy is going to show up in the form of your emotions. That's how he's going to show up. He's not going to be blatant and just call you out. He's going to show up in the form of your emotions because he knows when he gets in your emotions, then you're going to do the rest because most of us allow our emotions to guide our days. If we don't feel like getting up, we don't get up. If we don't feel like reading the word, we ain't going to read the word. If we don't feel like praising God in church, we ain't going to praise God. You know, if we don't feel like clapping our hands or singing, we're not going to do that. You know, that the enemy gets in the gets in our emotions and that's how he gets us to stay stagnant. That's how he keeps us in bondage because he will whisper our past and he will he will jump in our emotions to cause us not to be effective. You know, when we go to the house of God just knowing that you have that ability to go to church, to praise God, to worship God, that's enough to get my spirit going. That is enough getting my spirit going, getting up every day, knowing that God has blessed me, that I have my limbs. I get to walk by myself. I get to see, I can think, you know, I have a voice to praise God. That is enough. You got people that are in compromising positions. You know, they, they don't have the use of their arms or their legs or their eyes or their mouth, but yet they figure through that trial, they figure out how to praise God. But we have people that are well-able individuals, but they so they are so consumed by their emotions that they go about their day feeling, you know, based on what they feel. I feel, I feel, I feel. We've got to put that on the altar. That really should be your emotion should be something that we could go on a fast on to lay it at the altar because we should not. God did not give us our emotions 
for our emotions to dictate how we worship him. God didn't give it to us to do that. But see, the enemy plays on that. And he's playing that field really well. But see, when you press past your emotions and you do it anyway, then you break that bondage that the enemy is putting on you. You know, God said that we we should we should live our lives for his approval. He said that we should not be ashamed because we need to rightly divide the word of truth. See, when you don't know the word of God, when you don't know the details of the word of God or what God has delivered you from or what Jesus endured on the cross, what he defeated on the cross, when you don't know that, then you don't walk in that truth. So you will allow your emotions to lead it to guide you. But since we've got to push past that because Satan will always, he will always and forever use your emotions Um, in your relationship with God. So today, I need for us to decide how we are going to push past that. You know, whatever it is that you don't feel like doing when it comes to God. If you don't feel like apologizing, apologize anyway. You know, because when you apologize, you are breaking that off of Satan. If you don't want to praise God, praise God anyhow. Because you are breaking the grip of the enemy off of you using your emotions to dictate how your relationship is with God. God said those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And he tells us in this word right here that we are to rightly divide the word of truth. See, we have got to know how it is God, what God is expecting from us and how we are to live our lives. God does not want us living our lives from an emotional stance. He don't want us to be upset. He don't want us to get mad at the drop of a dime. He don't want us to sit there like a knot on a log saying, I don't feel like worshiping God or this is not my favorite song. No, you worship God for who he is. You don't need music to worship God. You worship God for what he has done. I bless the Lord all the time because it is God that wakes us up. It is God that watches over us as we sleep during the night. It's God that protects our home. He protects our family. God keep he watches over us as we travel throughout the day. It is God that gave us favor to have the jobs that we need. It is God that blesses our income. Well, we have streams of income coming in our house to take care of our bills. All of that is God. That is the truth. And God wants us to rightly divide that truth that is in his word. That's what God is needing from us. God wants us to honor him. He wants us to honor him in spirit and in truth. And we don't need to allow our emotions to drag us and keep us dragged down and keep us, you know, thinking that that we control this. You don't control nothing. You do not control anything. But yet we let our emotions control us to dictate our relationship with God. Enough of that already. 
When you know who God is, what God does, and how God, how God is involved in your life, even when you, even when you think that you are in control, it's going to shock you. So saints, I just pray that as we go about this day, I pray that we are diligent in presenting ourselves to be approved by God. Let go of trying to be accepted in this world. Let go of all the all this mess that this world has got going on. You present yourself to be accepted and approved by God. You know, and and don't don't allow shame to to be any part of your life. No part of your past should be in your future. None, not even a thought of it. Every time the enemy brings up your past, tell him, go talk to God about that. Because I have been forgiven. Don't let him beat you up over that. You rightly divide the word of truth in your life and you live your life accordingly. God is not putting... He's not putting weight on us, but God has laid out for us how we need to live, what we need to do, the things we need to let go of, and the things we need to embrace that are from Him. God is wanting that from us. And when we understand that, when we understand that our emotions are secondary to God, then we will get to understand who God truly is. I don't think a lot of us understand who God is besides the blessing, besides how he keeps us, besides how he watches over us, besides all of that. Who is God to you? Do you have a relationship with God where you talk to him all day, where you include him in every decision that you make in your life? Do you, do you uh, ask God when you are out, God, what do you think about this? Do you think I should buy this or do you think I need to buy that? Do you ask God about your clothes? God, is this presentable to you as a young lady? Are my clothes, are my clothes representing you? Are my clothes godly for you? You know, this is how we need to include God in our lives. But we don't do that. And then when we deal with situations with messes that we've made, we want to blame God. But see, God is right there. God is always there for us saints. God will give you the insight that you need about everything concerning your life. From from the simplest thing down to the hardest thing. God is there with his input ready to give it to you. So as you go about your day today, saints, just be diligent. Spend time with God. Have a conversation with him. Just like you have a conversation with your friend. I talk to God all day. I mean, I when I say talk to him, I talk to him all day. I take time out and I just spend it with him. Some days I just sit there and I say, God, whatever it is you want to say to me, I'm listening. And those things, doing that has really improved my relationship because it has sharpened my ear to hear the voice of the shepherd. So when the enemy comes in and he tries to say things to me and he tries to uh, introduce things to me or he tries to mimic God's voice, I'd be like, no, that ain't God. 
That is not my daddy. My daddy is not telling me to do that. And I will go straight to the word of God and I will, I will speak back to the enemy what the word of God says. See, that's what God wants, saints. That's the relationship God is looking for from us today. So I just pray that as you go about your day today, that you will refine your relationship with God based on how God sees you, not how the world sees you. Because God has a totally different standard that you are already at. He's just waiting for you to step into that and accept it. So I pray, saints, that as you go about your day today, you know who you are in Christ. You know why God created you. And you know the plans that God has for you are good and not evil and of an expected end. And you take time today to get to know your daddy in a deeper revelation. And I pray, saints, that as you take this time to get to know God, you know that God loves you and I love you too. Be blessed today. Peace.